Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about the antidote to downward spiral emotions. So if you tend to find yourself living on that downward spiral, you want to check out last week's episode. This week, we are going to talk about energy and your personal energy levels and what you can do to create more energy. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it? ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be back here with you today and to talk about your personal energy, the energy levels that you have when you're navigating the day-to-day of your life. I don't know about you, but I can see mine ebb and flow, and there are times where I feel just so exhausted. In fact, I sometimes wonder, I'm like, how is it that my children have all of this energy to continue to go and go and go and run and play? And and I'm like, okay, now it's their downtime. They're going to hit a wall. But they don't. They just have this energy. And I'm like, if only I could bottle it up, put it in a pill so I could take some of that, it would be a wonderful thing. I don't know if you've had those thoughts or similar um, experiences, but today we are going to talk about taking back your energy. And I want to start with some questions. Do you ever find yourself going through the motions of your day or not really being present in your life with your partner? with your children? Maybe you're going on to the next thing, the next thing that needs doing. Just it's the next thing on the list. Just got to keep going on the list, right? Do you ever get stuck in this pattern of life, going through the motions, not really being present and going on to the next thing that needs doing? I know I have, and I know sometimes I do. If this is you, what I have realized, I was a human doing and not a human being. I was doing all of the things, kept doing and doing and doing, but I wasn't really living. And when I find myself in this pattern, I go, oh, here I am again. I'm being a human doing. And I'm really focused on becoming that human being. And here's the truth of the matter. There are two factors, at least I'm going to bring it down to two factors, that impact energy, okay, that really have an effect on your energy. There's this physiological aspect, which is your diet, um, the, the foods that you're putting in your mouth, the carbs, the proteins, the sugars, the fiber, like what it is we're putting into our body. 
how much water it is that we're consuming and our movement. Are we moving our body enough? Are we exercising? Are we just up and moving to create some of that energy? Like there is this physiological aspect of energy and we're not going to focus on that today. Okay. I don't claim to be a dietitian or um, a wellness coach or anything like that, but that definitely impacts our energy levels. What we're going to focus on today is the cognitive. What is that? Well, it's our thought patterns because remember, it's our thoughts that create emotions and those thoughts that we've practiced over and over and over again that we don't even consciously think about start to become our beliefs and the way that we're automatically reacting and responding to our life. So let's focus on the cognitive impact of energy today. Energy, you've heard me say this, and I will always say this, comes from your emotions. And I love writing it with a little E and a big M. Emotions. What is that? It is energy in motion. That is what our emotions are. And what you need to ask yourself is where is your emotional set point? It is where you show up day to day in your life. List your top three emotions that you experience daily. Really focus and hone in on what those emotions are. And I'm going to ask you, do you find yourself living more on that downward spiral of emotions or are you mostly living on the upward spiral? Really think about this. If you are living in downward spiral emotions, I'm telling you that is an energy zapper. That will take more of your energy than anything. Okay. So what do you do when you find yourself feeling these downward spiral emotions? What do you do? Do you try to escape these feelings? And I've talked about this on a prior episode. Do you tend to overeat? Maybe um, trying to numb what it is you're feeling with over drinking, alcoholic drinks. Maybe it's scrolling. What do I mean by that? It's social media. It's Facebook, Twitter, um, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. Are you on social media scrolling to escape some of these feelings? Or maybe you're binge watching Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, um, Hulu, whatever it is. Maybe that's your vice. Maybe that's where you're going to escape some of these emotions. Or are you one of those, because I've been one of these people here, that does the stress cleaning? Sometimes I like to call it rage cleaning, where you're so upset, so we start taking out some of that energy, those emotions out on getting our home sparkling clean. Whatever it is that you're doing, these things are what you're using, your vehicle of choice to escape your feelings. You have to remember here, your brain is wired for three key focuses, to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. So when you're trying to escape these emotions, what is your vehicle of choice? eating, drinking, scrolling, binge watching, stress cleaning. Maybe it's something I haven't even listed, right? But think about this because you go, your brain has this pattern and this is no, it knows what we do. I'm going to go to my Dairy Queen Blizzard. I talk about it often. Like that has been an escape for me. And my, I'm wanting to avoid the pain that I'm feeling. My brain's feeling and seeing this pain that's going on in me. And I want to seek pleasure. Well, there's my Dairy Queen Blizzard right there for me. And it gives me this 
hit of dopamine, the pleasure endorphin that we all have. But here's the thing. When I get to the bottom of that um, blizzard cup, it leaves me with guilt and shame for the action I've taken, causing me to experience more pain. And this is what I like to call false pleasure. Is your vehicle of escape false pleasure? Because the cycle of false pleasure continues to zap your energy. Okay, it's it's this temporary hit of dopamine. We think we're going to feel better, and in the end, we don't. And then we're stacking on our negative, um, our pain emotions with guilt and shame. And this cycle continues to zap our energy. So you have to ask yourself, what emotions do you find energizing? What emotions? I'm going to share with you my energizing emotions. Okay, my enthusiasm for learning. I get excited and I want to know the next thing. How can I better myself, better my relationships, better my parenting, all of it. Like I want to learn and consume more information for my own growth and development. And here's the other thing, if you haven't noticed, I'm passionate. I have this passion when I'm sharing and teaching and I'm helping others navigate some of their day-to-day, how to help them in their becoming process. Like that gives me so much passion and I am energized by doing this. And then of course, there's the emotion of excitement. There is so much excitement, whether it's um, going out with a group of friends, going to a social gathering, like whatever that might be for you. But excitement is one of those energies as well. So is curiosity. When I'm not quite sure about something, but I'm curious, which kind of can go into my learning um, path, but I have curiosity about what's going on and challenge, believe it or not, challenge at an appropriate level can be very energizing for me. Okay. Now, when something seems the impossible, that can zap my energy for sure. But if it's a challenge where I feel at some capacity, I have the ability to obtain and to achieve, like that can be a little energizing excitement that I experience. So what do you need to be thinking to have these types of feelings to be able to take the action you want to in your life? This is what I like to call purposeful action to be really intentional about the action we're taking. I'm going to go back to the pain vehicles. Those vehicles for escape aren't pleasure in the end. They're escaping emotions that still leave you empty. When I'm sitting and watching a Netflix series, I'm not getting energy through watching it. Usually when I turn it off, I'm like, huh, I'm still kind of tired. This is what I'm wanting you to become aware of. When you say, I need downtime, what does your downtime look like? Is it more of the things that are giving you um, an emotional response of contentment, boredom? Think about what you're doing and the emotional response you get when you do it. If you truly want more energy, you need to be aware and actually take note of your energy levels based on what you're doing, whether it's high or low. Let's go back to the list of escape vehicles. What is it that we're doing when we're taking that action? Are you high energy or low energy? 
when you're scrolling social media, when you're watching Netflix? What is it? I could speak for me, that's low energy. So we got to be very intentional about what we're doing. So here's the thing. In order to increase your energy, you need a stimulus. So how is your energy affected by crowds? Okay, think about Disneyland, Disney World, or a sporting event. What is your energy level in crowds? Is it high or is it low? What about a big city? You know, all of the hustle and bustle, the groups of people walking quickly to get to the to the next destination. Like, what is your energy level there? Is that a high or low? What about family gatherings? Are you out being social with them or are you looking for a corner to be quiet? What is that like for you? What about a concert, you know, with all the lights and the noise? Does that energize you or does that keep your energy levels low? Where do you do your best work? Is it in a group and around noise or is it quiet and alone? Like I I have kids and, and my husband, myself included, like we each have our own different style of work where we have the right energy we need to get it done. Some of them want to be right in the middle of the busyness of our home and they need that noise. They need some background, a TV on. They need something to keep their energy there. One of my other children, I know for sure, it's the quiet and the alone. When there's too much noise going on, it becomes too of a distraction and not able to really focus. Well, here's the thing. We need to recharge based on your natural energy types. And there are these four types of energy, and I'm not going to go into detail with them. In fact, um, this is one of the things I do in my Enlightened Relationship Academy, um, my program that you can get some group coaching in. If that is of interest, you should go check out my site at lindsaykporter.com. But we talk a lot about energy types because each and every one of us walking planet Earth are born with these four types of energy. And it's how we show up in our world. And based on these natural energy types that we have, and I'm going to just put out there, we all have all four within us, but there's a predominant and a secondary in which we lead in. And based on that, there are different ways to recharge. And when I talk about energy, this isn't like a personality thing. Okay. It's not personality driven. This is how you show up and move in the world. And based on this movement, your energy level, there's different ways to recharge based on that type. So I'm going to just give here an example, and I'm going to group it into the two, two, just two categories here. But there, if your nature is low level movement, okay, if you're naturally lower energy, you know, going back to the things that we were talking about, if family gatherings or big cities or big crowds tends to zap your energy, then you're probably in this low energy movement, which is fine. But what you want to do is be aware of where you are to recharge your energy. You will be zapped in the crowds and the groups. If you're going to a restaurant or a mall, like that's not going to feel good to you to recharge. You're wanting to look for some alone and quiet time. Maybe going for a walk or a drive that can recharge you. You might want um, a peaceful and cozy time, maybe where there is just a single person that you can connect with, like that would be recharging for you as well as stillness. Like if you have low energy, like I go to meditation or prayer or just alone time, I am one 
that I need my alone time to recharge. And when I say alone time, that does not mean alone time watching Netflix or scrolling social media. That's not recharging me, but I just need that stillness to recharge. Okay. Now, if your nature is high level movement, then stimulus is something that you need. But I want to be clear here that not all stimulus is the same, like noisy children or a messy house, like that might be depleting of your energy type. So you really have to identify what is giving you higher levels of energy. Maybe it's going out with friends. Maybe it's going to a social gathering, some form of a party, lots of play. Like I have children that are are these um, higher energy, that that's their nature. And so I know that if they go long periods of time, and I'm telling you with COVID and, and some of the isolation and distance that's been going on, that has zapped their energy and has had an effect on them because they need the social to recharge. They actually have to be around other people to do that recharge. It is so interesting to explore what energy level you are, what type of energy you need to experience to really cause that recharge. That high movement energy, getting things done can be very energizing. So get curious about how you're showing up. Get curious about what it is that you're doing throughout your day and notice the level of energy you're experiencing. Emotions impact your energy levels. The things we need or should be doing thoughts, like, oh, I need to be doing this or I should be doing this, that is going to zap some of our energy. What tasks are you doing throughout your day that are zapping and draining your energy? What thoughts do you have about it? What I would encourage you to do if there are tasks that you continue to put off, create a system or a routine to address it so you can get it done. Pay attention to yourself, whether you're doing something that's causing high or low levels of energy. And what's very important with your energy level is changing your internal dialogue to create those energetic emotions for yourself. If there is the small task that needs to get done that you continue to put off because it's bringing you too much pain, your brain doesn't want to do it. It's painful. We got to change the inner dialogue and find the emotion we need to complete the task and how we can make it fun if that's what needs to be, or how do we do this task alone if that's what needs to be done to really get that energy where we need it to be. So Your call to action this week is I want you to identify your top three emotions you feel daily, capture them, list them. And then I want you to identify your top three emotions you want to feel and start thinking the thoughts. What thoughts do you need to release and what thoughts do you need to start entertaining to create those emotions in your world? Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.